My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, back to the show. Brittany here today. We have a super exciting special guest coming on today, Morris Sims. With 40 years in sales and sales training, he's now a retired VP and chief learning officer from one of the largest mutual life insurance companies. He also has a degree in chemical engineering. Morris is now the CEO of Sims Training and Consulting. He's also the uh, the host of the Business of Sales podcast on the mission to help people get what they want and get it fast. How's it going, Morris? I'm great, Brittany. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I'm, it's such a pleasure to have you on today, Morris. You know, you've done so many things, and I'd love to share a little bit about your background with the people listening before we really get into any questions about, you know, the business and the podcast. Uh, if you don't mind sharing your story um, for a few minutes, I would love that. Sure, I'd be happy to. Uh, graduated from Auburn University with a degree in chemical engineering, did that for five years, and while engineers are wonderful people and I've learned a lot from them, I wanted to do something that was a little more fun. So I decided to go sell life insurance. Uh, that usually gets at least a chuckle, but it was a <laughs> wonderful time. I did a, I, I had a great time as an agent selling life insurance. And a uh, uh, couple of years down the road, they said, hey, why don't you come over here and teach other people how to do it? Uh, moved around the country doing that for the same company for New York Life Insurance Company. And then uh, they said, hey, why don't you come to New York and eventually wound up running the training department for all our agents and managers in the field. And that's uh, and that's when I retired 20 years later and decided, well, you know what? I've been telling people I was going to start my own business. I guess now I have to. So uh, I did. And it's been more fun. I'm having more fun right now, Brittany, than I've had my entire career. That's all I want to hear. You got to do what you're passionate about. So I'm so I'm so happy for you. Thank you. It's a it's a blast. I, I love helping people. I love getting back into the world where I'm actually conducting and doing the training, facilitating workshops and and actually working to consult with people, especially salespeople who need to grow their business and want to want to get to somewhere down the road beyond where they are today. My job, I always thought, is to help them get there, to help them achieve their goals and achieve their objectives. And, and that's what I get to do all day long. So I'm I'm having a blast. So, so exciting. I love that, you know, at this point in your life, you're, you're, do, you're still doing something you're passionate about and you're doing amazing with it. You know, I know that we were talking before the interview a little bit about, you know, the foundation of a business in order for growth. Do you mind touching on that for, for our listeners today? Because I think you have a lot of value to add to that. Sure, be happy to. I, I talk about the clarity principle. Now that's something consultants come up consultants come up with from time to time is a cute little name for something, and that's my cute little name, the the clarity principle, which basically says you've got to be exceptionally clear about what you want. You really do. Uh, I want to run a I want to run my own business. Well, that's you need to get a little more detail than that. Uh, okay, I want to run a successful business. 
let's get a little more detail than that. So you've got to get that really clear, distinct picture of exactly what it is that you want. And then question number two is why do you want it? Why? Why in the world would you do that? And you know, the surface answers to that question usually are, are things like, well, Morris, I need to pay my bills. Well, yeah, okay, I got it. But you could pay your bills selling shoes. You could pay your bills working for the Department of Public Works in your city. I mean, whatever you want to do, you don't have to go out and run your own business to be able to pay your bills. So why are you doing what it is that you want to do? And you have to think about these things on purpose, Brittany. We we tend to think about all sorts of things, but you really have to stop and think about these questions and the answers to these questions on purpose. What is it you really want and why do you want it? And that why, golly, that why is what's going to get you up in the morning and cause you to go do all the things that other unsuccessful people are not willing to do. And boy, it's, it's just it's got to be wrapped in passion and it's got to be fueled with emotion in order to get you up on those cold mornings and help you jump over the hurdles and run through the walls and, and do all the things that business owners wind up having to do. And then you can, then you can worry about, and only then can you worry about how am I going to get there? Now we can start talking about the hows. What's the how and how the answer to that question is simply your strategy. What's your strategy in business to get whatever it is that you said you wanted in the first place. Once you have that, then we can start talking about exactly what action you need to take to implement that strategy. Now, many people look at me and say, well, Morris, I, you know, I've got, I got seven different strategies to, to make uh, gross revenue, to, to bring revenue into my business. There's seven, seven different strategies that I have for doing that. Problem is we can't, as human beings, focus on seven things at once. Well, I multitask. It doesn't work. Multitasking is just jumping from one thing to the next in a rapid fashion. If you really want to want to get focused on a strategy and go down deep and stay down long, as my best friend calls it, uh, you got to have one. Okay, maybe two strategies. And if you've been doing it a long time, I could probably go for three, but that's it. That's it. Any more than that, and you can't focus. You cannot focus and you cannot generate results. So you've got to have focus. Warren Buffett and Bill Gates were asked one time what the most important thing is in business. They run an interview together and they both said almost simultaneously, well, they wrote it down on a piece of paper. That one thing, focus. You've got to focus on the most important things in your business. And your strategy is one of those most important things. So one strategy, focus, and then you can do that. But you start with what, then go to why, and then how. Now we can build a strategic action plan, which comes down to what specific things are you going to do, Brittany, to get to what you want? And that's kind of the, the crooks of the whole thing. Once you have that, now we start talking about all those other things that have to do with your business model and how to help you get to where you need to be and be organized and do the planning and do all those business things that you have to do. Thank you so much, Morris, for sharing. Uh, you are so 100% right when it comes to your, first of all, getting the clarity principle and your why. Because with any entrepreneur, any business owner, there's going to be so many, obviously there's going to be wins, but so many challenges. And to get to that next level, there's going to be more and more challenges and some are going to be different than the last time. So 
there can be times where you have to be reminded what, why did you decide to do this? Why are you going to do this? And it's going to push you through, right? And that's the difference between unsuccessful uh, business owners and very successful ones is reminding themselves of the why and the cons- and actively being consistent and showing up for yourself and reminding yourself and being passionate, right? So I'm so happy that you you shared that because I I, I think everything that you said was um, on point. So thank you. Oh, you're more than welcome. It's uh, it's a story I tell a lot because I I feel very passionately about that. I think it's really what what everybody has to start with. And if you try and start any further down the road than that, it just doesn't seem to work. And I agree with that. Yeah. And I know a lot of people listening will be thinking the same thing. You know, there's oftentimes we try to juggle so many different strategies, so many different things. And it just, you're only putting in say 10% effort on on this strategy, 10%. You got to just focus on one or two and just run with it. And that's where you're going to see the results. You know, if you have too much going on, it often doesn't end well, right? And you become, you don't become passionate anymore and you lose interest or you're stressed out because it's not working. And so like it, this is great. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it, there are only 24 hours in a day and yeah. somewhere along the line, you got to recharge and, and sleep and eat and do all those kind of things. And then there are only so many hours in the day that you can spend doing the most important things, which come back to your family and, and, and those, those things that are even more important than business. And then you only have a few hours left to work on business. So you best be doing the most important things during the business hours that you set aside for yourself compared to uh, just doing a lot of things. You want to do the, what is it? You, you want to do the right things, but you want to do the right things right. Uh, there's some good saying about that, but I can't remember exactly <laughs> what it is. The, the, the fact is... You just can't do everything. You got to decide yeah. what you're going to focus on. Right. So Morris, tell me a little bit about, you know, where you're at and your what your focus is right now with your, uh, with the Sims training and consulting. Well, I just, I, as I said, I'm having more fun now than I've had in my entire career because now I get to, to not run a, a big department, but rather I get to actually build training. So we just built a 10 class uh, training program for one of my clients to to teach sales and business basic business skills to to folks who are entrepreneurs and it's been really a lot of fun working with them in this this virtual classroom because we're doing it live uh, my subject matter expert my client and I are live in person during these classes so that we can interact with our students and we can answer their questions and we can have them practice some of the the sales things that we we teach them and at the same time they have the opportunity to interact with each other from time to time so it's it's really been a lot of fun doing this live even though it's virtual doing it live and across the country i mean people from all over the country join us in our class and then we've got the opportunity to learn from each other as well as to learn from our our subject matter experts at the time. So that's been a lot of fun. It was fun to design. It. It's been more fun to, to implement it and actually facilitate the classroom experience. And, um, and that, that's kind of the biggest thing. I consult with a number of folks, some salespeople and some business owners and uh, try and help them focus on what they need to focus on and then, and go out and get results. 
we also get down into the tactics. We get down into, mm -hmm. you know, exactly what is it in your business that you need to do to be able to, to make things happen. And it's just, as I say, it's a lot of fun. I'm having a blast. I get to do uh, keynote presentations from time to time, virtually and in person, do workshops uh, in person and, and virtually as well for specific companies and specific clients. So I'm having a blast. And then, golly, I'm, I'm really, it sounds like all I do is have fun, Brittany, but it's about what my life that's is. That's what life is about. Yeah. I, I have a <laughs> I have a podcast. The title of the podcast is The Business of Sales, where we try and help salespeople because there are a lot of great salespeople out there, but maybe they don't have a big business background and they need a little bit of help with the business side. Well, our guests and I try and hit the practical things that are going to help those great salespeople become great business owners as well. Okay. And that's, uh, that's where we go with the podcast. We've got I guess we're up to over 7,000 listeners a month on that thing. And uh, just having a congratulations. Having a That's amazing. And with the, I know that you, uh, I was looking at your podcast and stuff with the guests coming on, you know, how do you go about finding these, these guests? Well, it's kind of been interesting. Uh, I really didn't know anything about this when I started and just grabbed a, a computer and a, a USB microphone and and started talking. Uh, my family tells me I do that very well, the talking part, and I just don't quit. You do, but uh, I, no, but it's a good thing. I'm the same way, so it's great. I understand. <laughs> we, we we have a good time. I decided I was going to talk to some people who were business owners and who work with business owners and try my best to get them to talk about the practical things that are going to help a business owner out there listening to the podcast. So that's kind of where we started. And I was, I was at first looking everywhere I could find to look to ask anybody that would take the time to, to be recorded and be on my podcast on my show. Now uh, I get requests that I wind up having to turn some down. My producer has to turn some down uh, because we just don't have time. And, uh, you know, I'd rather not record somebody and say, Hey, you're going to be on, it'd be probably uh, July of 2026, yeah, mm -hmm. but you know what I mean? I don't want to have to wait forever to, to publish right. someone after we record. So um, we're recording somewhere between four and six shows a week. And wow. I haven't had to go invite somebody to be on the podcast for quite a while. Uh, I've got a lineup of folks, thank God. Uh, that are wonderful guests that want to come join me and be on my show. So I'm always right. looking for that, that business owner who has a couple of great ideas to share with other business owners. And, and uh, those are the folks we try and get on the show first. I love it. Uh, I find it very compelling, you know, how we're quite alike with our, our podcast. You know, there's so many that we'd love to interview every day. There's not enough time. So I, yep. we, yep. we have to get really crystal clear on who it is we're bringing on and um, not, not that those other people who get declined won't ever be on the show, but at this time, you know, this is exactly what we're looking for. And that's the only people that we'll have on our show at the moment, because yeah, it's, it's hard when there's a ton of leads coming in for, or sorry, a lot of guests trying to come on, you know, but I was going to ask you, you know, how does your podcast tie into your business? Mm, great question. 
it, it all comes back down to working with business owners to help them get what they want. Right, um, right. That's, that's really the key for both the show and for the work that I do is those are the same people that I want to work with to help them get unstuck. Many times, Brittany, business owners get to a point where they feel like they're on a plateau and they can't grow. Uh, for whatever reason, the business, you know, it's, I'm working 28 hours a day, Morris, and eight days a week, and I still can't get past X amount of gross sales. Well, those are the folks that we work with to help them get past that that stuck point and begin to spend more time with their family, more time doing the things they want to do, while at the same time, watch their business grow. So that's right. sort of the outlook and the way we're we're trying to go for. And, you know, you're, you're helping them, you know, become passionate again about what they're doing and getting, living life on their own terms, you know, instead of that rat race. Right. And um, really extending them to the next level, which is amazing. I think that's great that you guys can help people with that um, because that is such a common, common challenge. It is. And it's something that uh, I think we all go through. From time Everyone. to time, we all, we all hit that plateau. And if you have somebody that you can work with to help you get past that point sooner and faster, then the, the, the sooner you can watch your business grow. There we go. Exactly. Now, I know before the interview, we kind of chatted about monetizing. Do you monetize at the moment? Um, how do you monetize your podcast uh, and business? And um, yeah, tell me a little bit about that. We're in the process right now of uh, searching for and finding. We've got several potential uh, co-branding partners out there right now who will will brand will brand the show with their with their uh, their business, their logo as the the chief sponsor, if you will, but more a partner than a sponsor, because we're going to not only talk about them on the show, uh, we're going to have them on the on the show with a couple of episodes. Okay. We're all talking about the same ideal clients. So the audience, you know, it's not like uh, my my partner isn't going to be the Coca-Cola company. No. Uh, that's just, that's my audience is not what they're looking for as a specific audience. Rather, my, uh, my partner is going to be someone who provides services and help and maybe a product for business owners then we can work together to partner and get their message, their brand out in front of folks so that they too can go about helping people get what they want. So we're going to, we're going to do the the show. We'll do the branding inside the show. We'll talk about them. We'll also include their uh, branding and, and their names and, and their ideas and their product in our email stuff that we do. We have a, a about a 2000 member email list that we send wow. out to once a week and uh, our other partner on our web, on our uh, podcast has a platform that we put the podcast on that probably has another, I guess it's probably 40,000 or so visitors a month that go to that platform and, and see their, I guess, 20 different podcasts in that network. So there are just a lot of different places where we can help the, the cope, partner get their name and their message out to the wonderful people that are are listening to the show and are reading our emails and are included in the the people that are working with sims training and consulting 
That is amazing. It's exciting. Everything that's, you know, coming together. And what would you say? I, I, I realize that that's your focus, right? One of your focuses right now, but say for the next year, what would your focus be with the podcast? Uh, your biggest desire? Uh, I guess my biggest desire is to, to find a, a few sponsors that we can do this with for, for several seasons. Uh, we look at a quarter of the year as a season and we may focus on, uh, I don't know, a, a CRM for one season. And we may focus on a uh, internet marketing system for another season. So we're, we're looking at those kinds of things, but always looking for the next best thing to share with business owners to right. help them, to help them Grow. in their business, to help them do better and to make things happen. So uh, that's kind of where we're going and always want to see the numbers go up as, as with everything. Cause you know, Brittany, when you keep score, the score gets better, right? Right, exactly. Oh, so, <laughs> um, so where's this we're all score. We keep, and you know what? That's the way to do it. So, this is all so great. And, you know, one of the questions that's kind of off topic, <laughs> but, um, you know, you have such valuable insight you share and whatnot. I'm curious for our listeners, you know, what is some mentor and inspiration that you can mention to them? Oh, golly. Oh, really? Now you're asking me to remember things. Um, <laughs> Were wow. any any sort of um, someone that you really found inspirational and that's helped, you know, your growth into where you are today? Because where you're at is amazing. And I think that, you know, um, that's it'd be great to share with anyone listening, you know, someone that's really inspired you to get to where you are today. I... Uh recorded a podcast this morning for our show and the guest and I were talking about uh, masterminds and having mm -hmm. a group of people in a mastermind that can uh, work with you that you can kind of mentor each other and move forward and how important that is. And uh, Michelle says, you know, Napoleon Hill had it right. And that sparked my memory to, to think about the fact that there are a lot of, authors and a lot of great thinkers in the past who have written many, many, many books and other things that that have come along to teach us what we need to know to go out there and be able to get what we want to become successful, if you will. And when you when you go back and you start thinking about it, you know, Earl Nightingale was one. He's one of my favorites, Earl Nightingale and the strangest secret. Um, but Napoleon Hill for sure, Norman Vincent Peale, uh, Ogmandino, that may not be a name your listeners are familiar with, but if it's not, Google Og, O-G, Mandino. He wrote several great books, and they're all stories that make all the difference in the world to business owners when you get into that story. His most popular book, first of all, was The Greatest Salesman in the World. And it's just a wonderful story. I won't ruin it for you. But if you haven't ever read The Greatest Salesman in the World, it's worth reading. Here's the point. All of these things are out there. Yeah, they're from the, the first half of the 20th century or maybe even the second half. They're all out there. They're available. And they teach wonderful lessons. And it's I, I don't know why it is, but the fact is every generation seems to have to discover these things on their own. Well, you can go back and learn them very rapidly, very quickly if you go back and find some of the masters. 
Earl Nightingale, as I said, was one of my favorites. And the thing that I learned from him that made a huge difference in my life was in when he said on one of his tapes, we become what we think about all day long. We become what we think about. Well, if that's the case, then Brittany, shouldn't we think on purpose and shouldn't we really think about what we're thinking about? <laughs> Absolutely, Morris. You know, I was just talking to, actually I've done this several times, but just on the last interview I had, you know, um, the, the wonderful lady was like, you know, when I was dead broke and I was struggling so bad trying to build this business, this and that, all I kept reminding myself is who I want to be and just act as if I already was that person. She's like, you know, I put a ring on my finger where, uh, where I was supposed to be married. I started dressing like a business, even though she's like, I couldn't afford it at the time, but I put something together to be, look very professional and like act as if I was already, already that person that I was trying my hardest to be, even though I wasn't there yet, but she's like envisioning that lifestyle. And then she eventually is now she's that person but act uh, become a, what we we become what we think about you're right we become what we think about and that's that's a part of that whole idea the act as if concept is a wonderful one well, i learned that one from norman vincent peeled in the power of positive thinking he said if you're not there yet act as if you are and eventually you're going to get there now I know exactly. the, power, the power of positive thinking had some 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 detractors along the way. People who thought, "Gee, that's a little you know the way it's presented is not all that hot," and maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I don't know. I'm not proposing it one way or or you know, suggesting one thing or another here. I'm just saying that many of the concepts that uh, Dr. Peel talked about are echoed by other great authors and great people who who look at self improvement and success. And he was right in so many different ways. Uh, whether you like his book or not, don't know. But the concepts are good. Act as if was one of his in his book. And it, it does make all the difference in the world. And as I mentioned, uh, we become what we think about. You can go back all the way to Eric Fromm and, and his works after he got out of the concentration camps in World War II. It all comes back down to what we're thinking about all day long. Uh, what was it? Somebody, I, I forget whether it was Zig Ziglar or someone else said, if you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you can't. Well, that's kind of cheesy. And everybody looks at it. They go, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. But the fact is, it's true. <laughs> it is so true. I'm so happy I asked that question because this is, this is great takeaway, you know? Um, yeah. If you think you can't, you can. And if you think you can't, you can't. And yeah. it's true. It's all starts here, right? Um, you got to believe it. So Morris, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to come on. Oh my gosh, what a pleasure to have you here, you know, um, sharing all your, your valuable techniques and, and inspiration for our listeners. It's just, I'm very, very grateful for you to be able to come on. So, you know, if anyone's looking to reach out to you, what would be the best way? I, I'm on LinkedIn, Morris Sims. Uh, my website is it's kind of tough, Brittany. You ready? I'm Morris, ready. Got my pen. MorrisSims.com. Uh, no, that's, that's really hard. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, 1M, 1M and Sims, and you got to put the www in the front of it, but www.morrissims.com. And the email is just as difficult, Morris at morrissims.com. 
So we'd love to hear. That's from so you tricky, Morris. Too tricky. <laughs> well, we'd I don't know if you've seen my you. last name on the screen, but that's a tricky one too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Morris, absolute pleasure having you on today. Thanks again. Well, it was a pleasure being here. You're a wonderful host and I enjoyed it. And everybody out there, if you hear this thing and, and you want to do something really good and share this with other people, I know that Brittany would appreciate it. It's a wonderful show and we should help her promote this thing around. So let somebody else know what Brittany's up to here. Thank you so much, Morris. I appreciate you. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure or higher entrepreneur and you're looking to come on just like our amazing Morris Sims did today, please go to top100interviews.com and we'd love to have you on as well. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Morris. Catch you on the next episode. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com. And then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.